Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 79. And you know the old, um, the idea of, oh, you'll never find it. There's a needle in a haystack. Well, here's the concept for today. What if the needle inside the haystack was seeking us? So we're studying, looking at, admiring the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. And yesterday, he knocks our socks off because he looks at the woman's zipper and assessed her need for a savior and specifically asks her questions as they're getting as they're hovering around questions about uh, living water. He specifically goes to her sex life and that he knows the answer to the the question of, of uh, who are you married to and who you're not married to. And she sees that that he is a prophet that he perceives and uh, likely gets convicted and then today happens. So uh, I'll just pick up the story in John chapter four. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying I have no husband for you've had five husbands and the one you have now is not your husband. What you said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. And they start talking about worship and this sort of elusive God, the needle in the haystack God. Verse 20, our, ver- our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where we ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and he is here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. That's the needle in the haystack part. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Here's the needle. The needle has come right into your world. Just then the disciples came back. They marveled at what he was saying. So they're in the context of talking about living water. Now, John the Baptist talked about a baptism of repentance, and then Jesus is kind of dialing it up, saying, no, no, this is a this is more than that. It's a it's a water that you will never thirst. It's a spring that will well up to eternal life. And then he kind of redefines what worship is as she's in these little these boxes of worship and she's a, a little obsessed about what mountain that the Jews and the Samaritans disagree about what mountain. And Jesus just says, Hey, worship isn't even going to take place on a mountain. It's gonna it's gonna be in a person. The location of worship is gonna change. And it's not gonna be in it's not even going to be in Jerusalem. This is the this is the part one of the things that struck me today is all along she's wrong about many, many things about worship and Jesus is correcting her and challenging her. And so in a sense, he's offending the Samaritan way of thinking. Well, here he's offending even the Jews. You're, you're not going to, no, no, no. Jerusalem, the great Jerusalem, this, you know, this fantastic city of Israel, the city of David. No, 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 no. You're not going to keep, you got to keep up with God here. This is a time, an era of significant change 
that's coming a little bit in the future, but also right now, right in front of you, this is the challenge that obviously she's facing. But in general, we see here probably more than any moment in history that God is on the move, maybe other than creation of the world, I don't know. Uh, And this era is birthed out of salvation from the Jews. Salvation is from the Jews, verse 22, but it's exploding now and you you are the first victim of its explosion. So true worship is going to be centered around Jesus both now right in front of her and and later later. And spirit and truth that is God has gone out of his way to be accurate. We're supposed to worship something that's true and that is revealed and if if you want to think about that Go to episode 65, Nicodemus, where opportunity meets preparation because Jesus' rebuke to Nicodemus is, hey, I've given you opportunities and you haven't kept up. Your preparation has not kept up with the opportunity. You should know the stuff from the Old Testament. You're a, you're a scholar of, of the Old Testament. Okay, now here's the here's the cool thing that's hit me over the last couple of days is that the Father is seeking such people to worship him. So, you know, this concept, here's the big picture for today, is I'm searching for God. It's almost like, you know, someone, you know, going through this big haystack and, and searching for a little little needle and say, I'm never going to... F- I'm never going to find God. But think about this. What if inside that haystack, God, the little, the little, the needle is moving towards the person, moving towards their hand, moving to glint in the, in the, in the sunshine, moving towards uh, being the right temperature. So rather than uh, I'm searching for God, what if the needle in the state, in the haystack is coming to find us. It's coming to us. So the Lord is seeking, we talked about this yesterday, that the Lord is seeking knuckleheads, you know, people that are wrong. What kind of worshipers does the God seek? Well, only people that are wrong, because we're all a little bit wrong on on God. But the the Messiah is coming, and he's not coming in a general way, but coming in a personalized way. So here's the greatest thing about this is God reveals himself to this woman, to the Samaritan woman, and says in verse 26, I who speak to you am he. She says, yeah, I think Messiah is coming someday. The needle's coming. And he, no, no, I am right in front of you. I am divine. I am spirit. I am the promised one of the Jews. I am going to indwell my believers. Uh, I have been seeking them. What kind of believers? Knuckleheads, wrong believers who have made a mess of their lives morally just like you. And uh, the deity here is exposed and the deity, and all along that we find out that the deity that God has been seeking her and finding her, and now we're going to find her challengers. And r- right at this moment, it says, just then the disciples come back. And it doesn't say whether they came back right before Jesus said to her, I am speaking to you, am he, or right after. But they come and they realize that they showed up to somebody else's divine appointment. Uh, Jesus said it was necessary that he goes through Samaria. He, he t- sends the 12 on a 12-man shopping trip to get rid of them so that he can have this divine moment with her. And maybe today that the, is the divine moment for us. Thanks for listening.